and welcome back to Second Take Movies, the podcast where we give movies a second look, second chance, a second take, if you will. I'm your host, Preston Jenkinson, and joining me to talk about Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, kind of springing this on him, it's my co-host, Jack Twido. <sighs> Indiana Jones and the Crystal Dull. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. kind of talked about um, when the... Uh, episode ended the other week. We, me and Jake kind of talked about him, but like being more of a co-host of this podcast at this point. This is where ninety uh, percent of your listeners are going to quit listening forever, especially those <laughs> guys like, over there in like Germany and like yeah, you know anywhere I've accidentally insulted. It's uh, definitely anyway. We're talking about <laughs> Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, um, and I, I don't think we've really decided about um, release schedule now that. This is kind of an official thing. Maybe it's every other week. Maybe it's every week. I don't know if Jake wants to do this every week. <laughs> I have no life. <laughs> my mother-in-law won't listen to this, and my mom probably won't either. I don't have kids, so they can make fun of me all I want to, but I got time, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll move on to the story. Um Oh. In 1957, archaeologist and adventurer Dr. Henry Indiana Jones Jr. is called back into action and becomes entangled in a Soviet plot to uncover the secret behind mysterious artifacts known as the Crystal Skulls. I'm going to go ahead and get you a point right away. I okay. So, this is embarrassing, and it's not something I like to admit. This was the first Indiana Jones movie I ever watched. Oh my god! I mean, I've I saw pieces of the other ones, never really mm. watched them. This was the first one I ever watched. Like I knew Indiana Jones was. I felt yeah. like I knew it. You know, whatever. He's everything. Preston, the sec. This is the second time I've ever watched this movie. I thought this was present day. I don't know why I thought this was present day. No. So for the first no. thirty minutes watching this, I was going, "What podunk town is this? This is ridiculous." The, Only to realize, the song and the T model four didn't kind of clue that off for you. I, I I think I was just really really entrenched on figuring out why did Harrison Ford do this. I think I was more focused on that. This is the one character that he loves to talk about yeah. and that he loves to play. Well, um, I also if you mentioned like a, someone mentioned Han Solo to him recently in an interview. And he was like, I wish George Lucas would die. So. (laughs) (laughs) I really want to hear that clip because I want to hear his gruffy voice. But Uh, I'm sure he said it as a joke (laughs) because, you know, he's worked with George Lucas on this and Star Wars. So he's worked with him quite a bit. So I'm sure it was a joke. But I also didn't realize that. Um. I can't remember her last name. Kathleen, whatever. The girl, lady that runs Lucas. Kate Blanchett. No, no, no. Kathleen, um, she does the, the Star Wars movies Oh, now. Kennedy. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. She was a, a producer or something on this. She, she got her, She that's who, she, she rose through the ranks of Lucasfilm in the 80s with um, uh, Indiana Jones. And like she okay. started as like a production assistant a long time ago. And she so worked her way feel, up through Lucasfilm. That makes me feel a lot Better's maybe not the right word. I I thought she was a nobody that just was like I'm in charge of Star Wars now. So that no, watching this, I was like, oh shoot, all right, she's been around. She, she's she worked idiot, at Lucas, Lucasfilm but. for like 30 years before she was um, when okay. Disney bought the company in 2013. Yeah, because George Lucas thought the Mayan calendar was ending and his life was, so he sold yeah. all his stuff. <laughs> Became a billionaire. Um, she, he, that's who he appointed to take over. So. This is the uh, this is the worst intro to any one of your podcasts because I derailed you in one minute, no, and like twenty eight I mean, seconds. So <laughs> give me the reviews, Preston. Give me the reviews before I keep on doing this, man. That's right, because we do a positive and a negative review. The positive from our good friend Roger Ebert at the Chicago Sun Times. I can say that if you liked the other Indiana Jones movies. You will like this one, and that if you did not, there is no talking to you. Well, I guess you won't talk to me, Roger Ebert, because two of the original Indiana Jones movies are masterpieces, and I don't like this movie. I, and you know what? Again, this is the first one I saw. 
I knew mm-hmm. about Indiana Jones. I knew I knew the scenes. Didn't ever saw them. Yeah, Preston, I didn't watch the trilogy because of this movie. I never did. Last year, oh I watched it gosh. for the first time, and I was like, "Oh my god, what have I done?" Like, I grew up with cool. my dad showing me these movies when I was young. Like, I, uh, I had nightmares because of Temple of Doom at eight years old. Shout out Tyler Bradley. You know, when uh, we were little kids, I'm pretty sure that the uh, arc opening and melting everyone's faces. I didn't stay in the room. They, I'm like everyone watched that mo- this movie. I, for some yeah. reason, I left. I was afraid of it because I guess I'm an idiot. <laughs> I just remember aud- like visibly, audibly the sound and seeing that and going, never watching this. Man, what a loser! Yeah. Uh, the the negative <laughs> review: Kirk Honeycutt from the Hollywood Reporter. Director Steven Spielberg seems intent on celebrating his entire early career here. Whatever the story, there is a vague journey to return a spectacular archaeological find to its rightful home. An unusual gold of the old grave robber, you must admit, gets swamped in a sea of stunts and CGI that are relentless as the scenes and character relationships are charmless. That is a negative review, but that is very well written. Yes. I mean, that is... One of the best written ones I've read. I mean, like, if you disagree with it, you yeah. kind of have to agree on a lot of those points, though. Right. Indiana Jones was in a fridge and a nuclear bomb went off. Let's yeah. just not to cut to it straight away, but golly. Well, my first point is hot take. This is the beginning of the slump of Spielberg. All right. I'm going to hop into it really quick. I sent you a text. Okay. And uh, I have a theory. It's not my own, I think. That's I think I've right. heard Yes. This. Yeah. Yeah. You have a crazy theory. I, yeah, it's it's crazy, but I, I really do think Steven Spielberg actually commented on this. Post 9-11, Steven Spielberg, and I tried to look up who else this was. There's a couple of like prolific directors that started viewing violence very, very differently in their movies. So, you know, we're talking like five years after 9-11, post 9-11, yeah. which or if there are any kids listening, you know, 9-11 did happen. Had to tell someone the other day that that was well, a real there's, thing. There's people in their 20s that don't remember 9-11. So. Yeah, I don't get it. But uh, not to go on. <laughs> this is not this podcast. That's another podcast. Yeah. Turn into uh, conspiracies and yes, they're real with Jake. At, uh, <laughs> I, I think Spielberg really made a like conscientious effort to change his movie's content after 9-11. There was an interview I feel like I read, but if you look at his movies, like they take a different tone slightly or the violence is different. It's because this is goofy. This, this is the first Indiana Jones movie where he does not fire his gun once. And he only uses his whip once. Yeah. And it's to try and grab people left and right. But, but it's, uh, you know, I don't know, you know, maybe good for Steven Spielberg. But that's one thing I thought about. I texted you and I was like, man, I'm a madman. I'm feeling like you don't think I'm as mad as you thought this was going to be. No, I but, thought it was going to be like absolutely crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it kind of makes sense. Um, Today, I have a good thought. But and not not that it hurts Steven Spielberg. Right. I, I just, I just, there's a, you know, I know we're not really into this movie at all, but there's a darkness to the original trilogy that's awesome. Like, yeah. It is dark. It is rad. This is kind of, it's got that Spielberg filter effect where everything's yeah. glitzy and shiny, like Minority Report. Well, see, that, 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 that's, that's the problem that I have with this movie is it's, it's too clean yeah. and, and too shiny. Like the, when they, because it, it opened, it starts with the Paramount logo that turns into um, a gopher <laughs> hole hill which the cgi gopher was that was an omen for what oh, this I movie was oh this this that's right this is what this is gonna yeah. be yeah um but yeah everything is like real bright and it's 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 too clean and even when like when they pull into area 51 and everyone gets out um it, it just looks like a movie set yeah i mean this is again this was my first Indiana Jones movie. I thought way different of this when I watched it the first time. Watching the other ones, you know, Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones, wow. Harrison Ford had a, 
massive diarrhea or whatever, shooting the uh, famous big oh, fight yeah. scene and, where he shoots um, him. It was like in Raiders but, of the Lost Ark. Yeah, yeah, like their own site. That's sketchy. This yeah. they're in like a paradise. Maybe. Yeah, uh, like maybe. Th- there's there's some kind of like sheen that they put on this movie. Like e- even when they they go through all these this scuffling and and like it, later on when they run through the jungle and they've been through all this stuff. Even at the end of the movie when they escape the water, his entire outfit is clean. Like it looks like it was yep. freshly pressed. Like he looks like he hasn't gone through anything. And, and you know what, dude? It, they still use that. Well, I didn't see West Side Story because you know that's really good. I'm not gonna watch a trashy movie. Is it good? It is good. Okay, I've never seen the original. I haven't either, but the the one Spielberg did recently. Was well, really not to bash it, because I'm I'm only bashing the effect. Actually, no, it died off after the BFG. He kind of started laying off this like feathered, polished look. Like Minority yeah. Report, dude, it had it. It's got it, but it's futuristic, so it fits. Well, but, yeah, like it makes sense for that movie. Yeah, but Indiana Jones, no. But sorry, man, I am the mastermind of taking you down. The rabbit hole <laughs> to heck, but no, we um, it, the we, gopher these, pops up, man. Yeah, and it, it's following what we think are these military guys, and they pull up to this this base, and then they um, they they all of a sudden shoot all these soldiers. So obviously they're not U.S. soldiers, and they pull up. Um, they all start speaking Russian, so we know that they're um, from the Soviet Union, and they throw these two guys out the back of a of a car and. Indy's little brown hat rolls around. It's a great entrance for Indiana Jones. Like it's yeah. one of the best. Yeah, it's uh, that's where I said, oh, this movie's got hope. Yeah. But I also said, why isn't he fighting Nazis? Because it's like, 1957. They're still around. No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> the big enemy during the 50s was uh, the Soviet <laughs> Union. <laughs> You know, it's those uh, secret Nazis. Yeah. It didn't, um, I, I'm sorry, man. I'm going to take you down so many paths. Schindler's okay. List, it came out in between the third Indiana Jones and this, right? Ooh. I, I think yeah. it did. I think so. Because, like, Schindler's List was what, in the 90s? Yeah, early, which I've never seen, and I really should, but I, um, I should see it too. I have a feeling that. Yeah, Schindler's List came out in 93. Okay, I got a gut feeling that they were still going to make it like a secret Captain America Nazi army situation. And uh, <laughs> after him doing Schindler's List, he's like, I can't do this anymore. I can't make light of this. So we're going to go yeah. for the Russians. Yeah, like, um, yeah, because Spielberg is like very Jewish. Like, yeah, um, he, he fired uh, Megan Fox from Transformers for comparing Michael Bay to Hitler. So, uh, yeah, I mean, one of them was a rapist and the other one wasn't, right? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Spielberg just dropped this podcast, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, dude, that was the yeah. best intro. I was pumped. I went, oh, this movie's not yeah. bad. This is rad. Yeah. This is so good. And we meet his his partner in this movie, Mac, who... <sighs> you could make this movie without him. He has no motivation. He is not a character. He is a caricature. Of, he's like, like a his, quadruple agent too. Like, he switches sides so many times. Like all he care. Like it. It you. Like I said, you could have made this movie without him. He was useless. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand why he's there. I, I um, yeah. No. I mean, because they talk about all the stuff they went through during the war. I was like, okay, um. I'd rather see that movie. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. That sounds pretty pumped up. Like, let me see this like crap. There, like, there's another thing later on that we'll talk about that I would rather see as a movie. But uh, we figure out we're at Area 51, and they want him to find something that he worked on at some point in his career. So he gets them to give him gunpowder and he's like the the contents were highly magnetic i'm gonna throw this up in the air and it's gonna point the way and through that sequence i'm like okay yeah i'll uh i'll roll with this you know we've in this franchise we've dealt with the ark of the covenant we've dealt with the uh 
Holy Grail, uh, dudes pulling hearts out of people's chest. Mm. Gunpowder pointing away. Gunpowder. Yeah. <laughs> the power of the gunpowder. Yeah. And so they find it um, amongst all this stuff. Um, and we it's an alien body, or what we think is an alien body. Hmm. You know what? I just did a really good job. I was going to take you down a really different hole in a different okay. hall and said, uh-huh. no, no, because I know what happens next. He doesn't get the body Mm-mm. and the daggum lead line fridge. Yeah. So we have fridge. this, 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 this chase through uh, area 51 and they, of course they knock over boxes and stuff and Mac turns on him. Shocker. Um, because apparently the Soviets pay more, and he's he says he's a capitalist, and uh, okay. that's every ten minutes in this movie. Yeah, Mac like the, that the Mac character is played by Ray Winstone, who's a great actor. He was yeah. the uh, the bad guy in uh, Black Widow. Um, oh, I didn't even realize that he voiced uh, Beowulf in that Beowulf movie. Point Break, man, twenty fifteen one. <laughs> yeah, he played Frenchie in The Departed. So he's 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 done a lot of good stuff, but this was not. Ah good. man, I didn't even realize that was him without a beard, at all. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, did not a good fit. No, at all. Like you could have, like I said, you could have done this movie without this character. Yep. Uh, so we have this chase, and this is my other gripe about Indiana Jones in this movie. He's he's too strong. Like any other yeah. time in the, in the movies he's in Indiana Jones always wins by like the skin of his teeth and he's beaten down and his tours are his t- clothes are torn apart and he always like get like wins at the last minute but this is like he's just overpowered i, f- I feel like they should have got Vin Diesel to play this like it's that level of like i will not look weak i will Pretty win much, no yes. matter what yeah, and they, you know, him and him and the Rock can keep that scorecard about how many times they hit people and get hit. <laughs> if you haven't mm-hmm. read that article, just Google it. It's it's, it's a so yeah, it's a stupid. It is like, a beaut. When we have movies like John Wick and stuff like this, and y'all are keeping track of how many times you get hit, okay. Um, yeah. So he. Uh, Finally gets away by this, like I guess it's an experimental jet engine that shoots him out the thing after he fights the big Russian. And there's more CGI gophers. Because why not? Yeah, it's infinite. We can we don't have to waste money on this. We can just do whatever. Yeah. And he ends up at like this uh, testing facility for I guess nuclear bombs because like there's these homes and fake families. It's kind of it's kind of interesting to begin with. It's like okay, what's this neighborhood? And then it's like starts getting creepy. Like, okay, why are there mannequins? And then, oh, it's a it's a a, a test site. How's Indiana Jones going to get out of this? There's a phrase called "jumping the shark," uh, and it comes from uh, Happy Days. And it it, it what it it's uh, when Fonzie the, jumped over. Oh, hold your horses! That was probably the greatest piece of cinematography yeah. in the world. Is and when you refer to a TV show as Jump the Shark, that means it's run out of ideas and it's on the way out. Which really th- sucks in the first 20 minutes of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. It, th- that's when I went, oh, this is the movie. I yeah. was wrong. Because Indiana Jones gets in a lead line refrigerator and is perfectly unharmed from a nuclear blast. In the Nevada mm. desert. <laughs> and mm. it like launches into the air, bounces on the ground. Like he's at least coming away with broken bones at least. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that Indiana Jones is toast. How's that for the worst Harrison Ford you've ever heard in your life? I'm going to get in a refrigerator. <laughs> Listen here. Protect da- me. Listen here, dame. Before I get in this fridge, make me a sandwich. Make me a sandwich, Marion. <laughs> uh, Where's my hat? <laughs> Put a beer in my. I'm about to do Hank Hill accidentally. It's it's a dang it. Harrison, Put me on the fridge. The a key to any good Harrison Ford uh, impression is to to look at the camera and point your finger like this. 
And you know what? This is what what you just said. This whole movie is littered with a. Uh, it's not my. I didn't coin this. I read it. Old man Indiana. Jones. Oh yeah. Like, Everything is a quip. Like yeah. See you fell down a hole there, partner. Looks Here's like you the fell way down up. a hole. I'm John Wayne. <laughs> Why is Shia LaBeouf in this movie? <laughs> More like Shia LaBeouf. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Um, oh, so gosh. we cut to, uh, he's being does investigated. He, by the, he, he does, but fired, like, he? Okay. yeah, but he, he gets, um, interrogated by the FBI first. Okay. Okay. And he describes, um, basically describes Roswell like after, like, cause apparently the, the alien landing did happen. He was brought out in the middle of the night, um, to study this craft for some reason. And I'm like, okay, this sounds like a way better movie. <laughs> yeah, let me see that crap, dude. Yeah, Indiana Jones at Roswell investigating like an alien thing, and then he has to go somewhere else. It could because like it's similar to something that was on a painting in some other part of the world. It writes itself. Way better. Yeah. Um, and then then he at uh they search his files and stuff at school. Um, because the FBI could just do that back then because this is the Red Scare and they were assuming everybody was a communist who didn't. Uh, our government's done some crazy stuff. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even remotely think about the Red Scare and this in the same like time frame. Of course, you know, I was still thinking yeah. this was modern. Day. You were just, at this, yeah. At this point, I figured it out, but I was okay. watching it just like, what is yeah. When Shia LaBeouf, the greaser, shows up, I went, okay, this is a hipster or this is in the 50s. One of the two. Right. And so, yeah, he's, he's, uh, which here's my, uh, my other thing. Like, this is kind of a tangent, but it's not. It's still related to the movie. Indiana Jones is a professor of archaeology. Like, he's got classes and he teaches and he has all these. How does he get all this time off to go all over the world and get this stuff? Uh, you know, he's a ladies' man. He's definitely got some good, like, teacher aides or something. And I'm not saying he's got aides. I'm saying, like, <laughs> assistants. I guess. I guess he would have, um, like, uh, graduate students, grad assistants uh, and whatnot. Yeah. And I'm, it's like real world stuff. There's a guy that lives beside me that is a professor at Clemson University, and he does, mm-hmm. like, have extended time off. He's not Indiana Jones, but he has like he goes and researches in remote places. So, yeah, so it's it's like a sabbatical or something. Yeah, I and I guess it looks good as like it's good for the university. I guess one of those yeah. Ivy Leagues, whatever. Yeah. No, he's a Mar. Is Marshall University a real school? Yeah, they they made a movie. Matt um Matt Matthew McConaughey made a movie about their football team. Oh man, oh, Matt, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, okay. Sorry. All right. I'm a Marshall College, coach. not university. Marshall College. That's right. Anyway. <laughs> Rolling a booger. <laughs> but anyway, he gets fired because the FBI is investigating him. Or he it's a leave of absence is what they call it. Um, and Marcus Brody is dead. I don't know if you're familiar with the character Marcus Brody. Because you have seen yep. the movie, so you know who Marcus yep. Brody is. Longtime friend Andy and Jones. The actor and the character are both dead. Um, which is kind of not cool when they hit his statue later and make a funny beheading joke. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I was like, that's that's a little uh, little poor class there. If the actor's actually dead, let's let's calm down on that. But yeah, unless there's some kind of inside story that no one knows about, whatever. But yeah, dude, boy, yeah. for some reason he's leaving the country, like already starts to leave the country, um, and he gets on a train, and who should show up? You know, on a motorcycle in a leather jacket, it's our good friend Shia LaBeouf. Mutt Williams. This is post-Transformers, pre-green um, screen thing. I uh, <laughs> I will go ahead and tell you, I watching this, I went, you know what? I feel nothing but remorse, and I feel bad for Shia LaBeouf. I do, because he's a great actor. He is phenomenal, and I think he got screwed. I mean, like he was, I think at this point in his career, I think he was hooked on, I don't know what drugs he or was, anything else. He was on all kinds of like he he was doing a lot of crazy stuff, and he didn't have a I, great childhood because he was no. a child actor. And yeah, so watching this kind of like I don't want to hate on Shia LaBeouf. I think he did the no. best he could, but dang, yeah. 
whole time I'm like, I don't know if you ever watched um, Peanut Butter Falcon. I have not watched it yet. Oh, dude, it is. I heard it's amazing. It is amazing, and it really, like, Shia LaBeouf can act. That's yeah. That's it. But also love his character is named after John Williams. It's an homage to John Williams. Mutt? Mutt Williams is an homage to John Williams. Okay. That's how they I, gave I, him that last name. I know Indiana Jones is named after George Lucas's dog. Um, yep. What a good boy. Yeah. <laughs> but Mutt Williams is 100% John Williams. Or at least that's the, the story or rumors, whatever else. Okay. So he 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 convinces uh, Indiana Jones to get off the train because one of Indy's old friends is friends with Mutt's mom and him, and I don't know how it actually. Uh, yeah, that whole piece is gray. Like, what just happened? He they knows just kinda, someone that's a colleague, and it's like, hey, we're here. Uh, it's a co- and it's a colleague we've never heard of before. Which, yeah, that was my biggest problem. Like, dude, especially watching the first three, you've got this list of people that you could have tagged yeah. into here. You yeah. got this random Joe Schmo. But we've got this mysterious mom and this mysterious colleague, and Indiana Jones doesn't even know who the, the mom is at first. And So yeah. they're at a, a, a cafe, a little diner, and he's explaining to him that this um, – I can't remember what his uh, – What's his name? Oz. Oxley. Oz? Oxley. Calls Oxley. him Oz, but it's it's uh it's Harold. Harold Oxley. Harold Oxley. And Harold Oxley. He's, he's gone back to look for this skull that him and Indy looked for as a kid or as young colleagues back in the day. Uh, it was it's the Crystal Skull. So we get the name of the movie. What what the movie's named for? And he's been uh, missing, kidnapped. We don't know yet. Um, and he sent this letter to Mutt. And uh, he's trying to convince Indiana Jones to go. And Indiana Jones explains, oh, this is the crystal skull from this ancient Mayan temple that was supposedly, or this from this city that's supposedly the city of gold. And there's conquistadors and blah, 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 blah. I will say, <laughs> I, maybe it's this point in time in my life, I'm just an insane person, like, Talked about Moon Knight before the recording. Yeah. My like stupid studies of Egyptian mythology is starting to really pay off. Watching oh. this, I went, oh, some of my Mayan stuff. I took a mythology class, which it was at a uh, tech school. So, you know, I took a, a comic book class at a community college. You so. son of a gun. I want to take that class. <laughs> That's why I know so much about comics right now. Um, uh, but I will say I, I did enjoy like not a lot of it's accurate but boy it was fun mm-hmm. watching this like as soon as they're talking like alright it's this we're going to uh, they found it in Peru it's this thing and I'm like oh, yeah. you know what this is enjoyable kind of yeah but and you know it kind of sounds like we're kind of bored with this movie but we've actually seen this whole movie at this point the, the beginning <laughs> of this movie is actually pretty decent like the first first two acts like the, all the setup and everything is, is pretty decent like it's yeah it's like a high b class movie yeah it's it's really the end is where it just like really bogs down mm, 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 mm. But, but how before, how do they uh I, I know i'm skipping i think and I, like i'm drawing a black just how do they get to the psychiatric hospital from there Am I skipping a ton of stuff or does it go like they just go like, oh, we've heard he was here. We're here now in Peru. For some reason, that was the last place that that's where he ended up after he picked up the skull. And somehow they knew that. Don't know how they knew that. Um, And and then the Russians uh, found him after that. Mutt's mom had the riddle. That's right. Yes. She's the one that had the note that sent it to Mutt to try to convince she so she must have got it from him. She must have tracked him down to the hospital, and then they Jeez. both got took by the Russians. All he has to do, well, I guess, yeah, I guess the note with the Oxley, not Andy on. I was gonna say all you gotta say is, "Mutt's your son, come help." Yeah, done. But you need to get Indiana Jones first, who's in yeah. his sixties at this point or seventies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm just trying. No, no, no. No, yeah, but I like I honestly 
they get to the psychiatric hospital. Man, I really enjoyed like, you know, Shia LaBeouf. What great acting. He looks like he's legitimately hurt and upset. Yeah. Yeah. Indiana Jones, Harrison Ford, whatever. Forgot his name's Mutt. Um, is like looking at viewing everything else. I'm like, all right, yeah, this is the Indiana Jones I liked. You know, like he's looking at these clues, he's looking at these artifacts, he's, he's figuring stuff out. That was rad. I was like, man, he's this in, is a good movie. You know, he's little, investigating, kind of like the Batman. All of a sudden, he's a detective again. Yeah, Batman. something's what a- in. <laughs> what a good movie. Oh, but, um, we can't but, so, talk about that movie right now. But no, no. psychiatric hospital. Yeah, carving on yeah, the wall, yeah. like super smart. It's it's a map mm-hmm. that's drawn out, and um, I can't remember what the guy's name is, but it's a conquistador. And the whole time I kept saying it's Alexander the Great because of Moon Knight. Moon no, Knight, yeah. It's, uh, Orleana is the last name. I don't remember the first. Oriana, yeah. Um, um, yeah, that, that's, that's, so that's where we find out that Ox, Oxley went, I guess, before the hospital, cause, yeah. um, him and Shia go down into this tomb and there's a, there's a, there's a line cause they get attacked by these, um, Capoeira little oh, dudes gosh, in this that, little tomb area. That's where I checked out again, man. That was another movie set. That yeah, what the crap? And they show up later too, and it's like, what is yeah. this bull crap? What are these people eating all day? Where do they poop? This is right. not real. This is a different movie completely. Who are these little ninjas? But I, yeah, no, 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 no. I, I checked out there again. Yeah, but there's a there's a line reading where, um, Shia LaBeouf, Mutt Williams is like, you're a teacher, and <laughs> Indiana Jones is like part time. But there's there's a there's a um a take of that in the trailer that is way better. Like he's more enthusiastic about the part time thing. I uh I've really gone down the deep end, and again, I know I'm I'm taking you down a path here of no, looking at like recent movies and trailers versus their actual content. And if you're really bored, there's some stuff on YouTube that someone's done the homework. But like, watch the most recent Spider Man movie. Yeah. They do completely different scenes for the trailer. Well, Marvel does that a lot. You yeah, know, but it, wanna... but it's been happening for like 30 years. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. I, I, thought, mean... I thought Marvel was like, we're going to start doing this. No, no it's no, a common no. practice. Um, also, I, you're really going to laugh at me. I just realized that Oxley's John Hurt. Yeah. I did not realize that until just now. Which... He has a very distinctive voice. So I don't Which, know how you didn't know that. I don't know. Watching it, I was like, where do I know this guy from? Where do I know this guy from? Yeah. And I think I was so enthralled of this is the worst Indiana Jones movie I've ever watched in my life. But <laughs> what a solid actor, man. Like, yeah, yeah. And that's I think that's my problem with this movie. Not I know we're not at the end, but so many good actors and actresses. Yes. It's just not clicking. You got your ear. That's what is it? Not Kate Blanchett. That's not Kate Blanchett. Not Kate Blanchett. Yeah, that's Kate Blanchett. It is Kate Blanchett. Yeah. You know what? You might be Harrison Ford. Did you know Harrison Ford didn't recognize her without the wig? Well, there's I a, mean, he's seven in a, his seventies. <laughs> there's so. a legit article that he was. <laughs> who's like that? They're, they're filming one day in her normal blonde hair without the wig. He said, "Who's that woman?" And they're like, "That's Kate Blanchett." And he goes. No, it's not. She has black hair. <laughs> Didn't know she had a wig. Kate, I thought you had black hair. Nope. Who's that dame? Oh. Marion. <laughs> Marion. <laughs> um, they. So, so, who's my wife? Who's my wife now? My actual wife is Harrison Ford. Um. Oh, Allie McBeal. Does Chewbacca love me still? Wrong movie. I was, at Peter, I was at Peter Mayhew's funeral. We said, rip Chewy. I'll miss you, Chews. Always called him Chews. Um, Peter Mayhewy. <laughs> I will make fun of Harrison Ford all day long. but uh, Yeah, dude. I, you know what's crazy? I 
I think he got really, really fit for this movie because he did all yeah, of it, all of the action. He did it all. He had no like, stunt double. Him being close to eighty now, sixty four, like, then he still no, looks great. Yeah. yeah, like he. I looked it up because I was like, man, some of these action scenes. I don't think Corridor Crew has done a video. They did a they did a video on the fridge. So yes. Corridor Crew, you know, if I'm on a podcast with you, he did all his action. Like, yeah, he's an old man. Well, with that that scene where they're on the motorcycle running. I mean, okay, that's he definitely did all the a stunt double. <laughs> <laughs> no, a seventy-year-old man's Preston, not going to hang off the back. I'm of the Harrison Ford. I did all my action scenes because I'm a man. No one else will play Indiana Jones. When I die, the character dies with me. It doesn't matter how old Indiana is. His punch packs a bigger punch than every other man. <laughs> George, I got an idea for a movie. Her- Han Solo. Is tracking down artifacts, <laughs> but he's a witness to a murder and he becomes a fugitive. <laughs> George, what? I've been reading into things because I can read now. Indiana Jones is a robot. He's tasked to get rid of other people. He has the power of the Schwartz. I know it. Movie. <laughs> God, if anyone's listening to this, they just turned this off and said, please, dude, idiots. Idiots. Oh. But you know what? Anyway. What we just did was more intelligent than the third act of this movie. Yes. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll, definitely. But So, all right. The crazy people jump out. The little yes. uh, little crazy guys, which... Yeah. Um, Not to go down a rabbit hole. I'm watching Raised by Wolves by your pushing. Uh, mm. And those guys with the mask look just like one of those robots. So I was yeah. like, oh, man, this is crazy. But they're people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, of course, they go through the typical Indiana Jones gauntlet. There's some booby traps. They find a cool little, you know, diddly daddly. They actually and they find come their conquistadors. Conquistador. Who have been preserved the in, in these wraps for five, like... I I don't know Again, my ancient cultures, but I don't I don't think they would be wrap they would be perfectly preserved in any wrappings after five hundred years. Not in that condition. That, I mean, no. like so again, we're watching Moon Knight in between this, not to make this a Moon Knight podcast. They did yeah. a pretty good job of showing what that body would have looked like. Yeah, yeah. This no, I mean, like I understood why they did it. It was for the shock and awe of watching it. I mean, you know, the, the the idea of this movie is that these these ancient societies worship these aliens that actually came down to Earth. So, or interdimensional they the, beings. They found the skull there, though, right? Yeah, because Oxley hid the skull behind um, okay. the main dude. That's what I wanted to ask you is like, all right, why didn't Oxley have the skull the whole time? So he hid it behind him. So that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. But then and, they get they get out and they get captured immediately. Yes. Yes, the Russians are there. They found their way yeah. there. Which there are, there are actual crystal skulls in our world. Like they were they were made, but like there's several at like a British museum and around the world, but they're not. You're, you're telling me I can put a plug to one of those skulls and put it <laughs> on my brain and keep saying return. Pretty much. Yes, and it'll <laughs> tell you make you go crazy and tell you to return. return. Uh so the Russians, they make camp. They head to well, they they capture these dudes and they head into the Peruvian jungle and then they make camp. Um, they've got Indiana Jones strapped to a chair and they want to see what happens when they put the skull in front of him. Okay, here's here's where I really had problems. And oh my okay. gosh, dude, I have done you dirty because it is deep into this podcast and I'm still <laughs> rabbit holing you. <laughs> I I really thought watching this because i didn't remember the first time i thought like he was gonna lose his mind later in the thing it's like yeah he connects with it he knows yeah i mean he's but indiana like jones that's why little, yeah it's a little sequence and it's like this was useless this was stupid because we find out that's what happened to oxley like he looked yeah. at it and then he lost his mind i mean he's still communicating but he's just lost it um and <sighs> it tells it, i don't know if it tells him anything at that point but it just tells him he would return but then yeah, you get the whole, uh, I can't say the lady's name. I'm not Russian. 
Iriana Spiko Spanko Spalco. What a stupid concept. Yeah. Ah, psychic power. We will control everyone. Mayor well, that was that was a big thing with um the uh, Soviet Union. Yeah, it was um, also a big thing with the Nazis. Preston sounds like it could have been. Well, it was a big dream. thing with us too. I mean, everybody was trying to do it. You son of a gun, Preston. God bless America. Uh, yes, it didn't cut. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so we find out Mutt Williams' mom is Marion Ravenwood. Marion Ravenwood. Oh, Marion. But he, Mutt said his mom's name was Mary. Yeah. And Indiana Jones said there was a lot of Mary's, kid. Yeah, Harrison Ford knows how with his face to show, like, hey, I popped a boner seeing this lady, because he's like, <laughs> he's like a little kid again. <laughs> oh, Mary. Marion, oh. how are you? Oh, Bobby, give me that. Shocker, not shocker. Shia LaBeouf is Indiana Jones' kid. I forgot about that. Forgot about it from the first time I watched this, and I knew yeah. it the whole time. It was like, oh, yeah, yeah all right, whatever, bull crap. Yeah, um, like, which you get one stupid reference to the uh, I'm Indiana Jones. I don't do snakes. Oh no, that's like, a that, I, I actually like that part. Um, because after they get away, they 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 run through the jungle and they end up in this uh sinkhole or uh, uh you get uh it's a uh, dry sand, dry sand, and they're dry sinking sand, down. Quick sand. Yeah, and it. it uh, uh, Preston, as a kid, I used to uh, keep a rope on me at all times in case quicksand would appear before me. Okay, I'm gonna sidetrack us this time. <laughs> did you ever? Did they ever teach you in school in like a safety thing about quicksand? Yeah, uh, you know, Hell's Goldmine is pretty close to Kershaw, so quicksand happens around Hell's Goldmine. Okay, well. When I was in like fourth or fifth grade, like they had this huge emphasis on safety and stuff. And I remember one of the things they covered voraciously quicksand. was quicksand. Yeah. So I'm going through life thinking like there's quicksand everywhere. Oh boy, you're making me feel good about life. Like I'm not insane. <laughs> Second grade, I remember I was, we had to, uh, they drew like a circle. Second yeah. or third grade, you drew a circle in the ground and you had to pretend it was quicksand and you had to like sprawl your body and roll out, not go crazy. While holding the okay. road. So, yeah, no, no, we're on the same page. South Glad Carolina. No, not crazy. Yeah. No, middle South Carolina, we are Psycho. awesome and special. Yeah. But there anyway. is quicksand in South Carolina, apparently. So, yeah. Apparently. Yeah. So, Indiana Jones is sinking through dry sand or whatever he calls it. Um, Ooh, wait a minute. Time out. I don't know if you get to see the rad. One of the, my favorite parts was uh, Oxley doing the automatic writing. Yes, 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 yeah, yes, yes. That was awesome. That I went, ooh, I'm into this. That's and cool. that like it creates like a map. It's a uh, ideogram. So he's ideogram. popping on uh he's popping on for the podcast listeners that aren't visual people. I'm not even drawing anything. It's uh visual symbols to dictate where to go. Yeah. Yeah. So after after all that, and then they try to escape. We're in the not quicksand. Um he tells Oxy to go get help. Uh, Mutt goes, looks for a rope, uh, gets his mom. Uh, somehow his mom gets out. I can't remember. He snakes her out. That's right. Yeah. She doesn't give a crap about it. She's like, oh yeah, yeah. I'm used to this. And then, they, they, you know, Indiana Jones is afraid of snakes. So he keeps throwing the snake at Indiana Jones. He's like, don't call it a snake. Call it a rope. <laughs> call it a rubber rope of justice, please. So he, he gets pulled out. Of, it, that's, that was funny to me. You know, he gets pulled out of a quicksand by a snake. It, it, it was funny. That was just... N- Maybe, you know, maybe it was good. That's not where I expected the snake thing to pop up. After watching the first three now, I'm like, all right, yeah, something's going to happen. Yeah. But So now we get to the infamous part where we're running through no, the jungle. No. Let's this just is where it. this movie turns into a cartoon. I mean, like. Okay, the, well, there's, was, two th- there's, a, there's at least two things I want to talk about that are the stupidest things I've ever seen put to film. The first one is Shia LaBeouf swinging through the trees with monkeys. I did a lot of research just to be a total asshole. The speed of a swing and that, like, if I did my math looking at it, 
with yeah. what that swing would have been, there is no questionable way he could have caught up with anyone. If he's catching a like, they're going right. around a bend, he's going straight. There is no physically possible way in this world that ever be able to happen. I don't know it's, who got drunk and made that thing happen, but oh my gosh. Here's here's the thing. It had to go through like so many people. Someone had to come up with it. They had to conceptualize it. And that I blame Kathleen Kennedy. Yes, let's do that. <laughs> and then well, I would blame Spielberg more because I think he had more yeah, authority than she did. I, yeah. Um, but why how mm. but you know what? If you watch um just great the amount movies, of just the amount of people that that would have to go through to make it into the movie, and everyone said yes, let's keep it. Is uh, the Adventures wild. of Ten Ten? Did you watch that? Never, never seen it. Spielberg, I think that yeah, that was Spielberg. It's an animated movie. Mm-hmm. That is like, I watched that scene, and that's in a great movie, by the way. The animation's great, the writing's incredible, everything's perfect about it. Ten out of ten, Spielberg. But I watched this and went. This is why 1010 was good because they put this in this movie and said, we can improve. <laughs> yeah, it was garbage. And the second one I want to talk about is after they uh, defeat all, you know, well, not all the Russians, but a good majority of them. They're in this car. Oh, and, and Mac has revealed that he, to us that he's CIA. I'm CIA now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, gosh. They drive off this cliff. Onto a tree, and it folds down, and then they go into the water, and it flies back up and swats some Russians off the cliff that are climbing down. Yeah. Yeah, I could send this picture to you, but I'm putting it in a webcam so everyone can make fun of me. See that extra safety harness wire in this shot? Oh, my God, yes. My wife went, Jake, did you see that? And normally, I look out for this for the fun of it. And I was like, no, this is just awful. And she goes, the safety harness is visible. And I went, oh, I married you for a reason. But, <laughs> sorry. So all of it's messed up. The editing, everything. Yeah. But yeah, that just, dome tree piece. Just know that they end up at a waterfall at the end, and then they end up at this Mayan oh, place. Trace. Trace waterfall. Yeah. and I don't remember the, the riddle. My problem with the, the, the... My entire problem with this final sequence is... There's no urgency or opposing force that's really coming after them through this final set piece of figuring out this puzzle to get into this room. Like, it's nothing. There's just nothing. It's a grinding halt. The forest chasing happens, and it's like, okay, well, they're on this gunboat car, and there's a machine gun in the front. No one's using it. This buffoon's using a sword. There's no urgency. Like the whole pace of the movie just goes stopping. There's no then, opposing force. Oh. There's no like. I got to this point, Preston, and said, "Uh, who's the villain in this movie?" Like I forgot. Exactly. 100% went. What is this? What are we? What are we watching now? But anyway, they 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 solve a bunch of ser- just you know they're solving a series of puzzles. Um, it's it turns into Uncharted, basically. <laughs> yeah, bad Uncharted, and Indiana's bonding yeah. with his boy. His boy is grabbing rocks and because his son's going one. back to now that it's his son, he's going, You're back, going to back to school. School boy, boy, when bef- boy, go to propane school and get yourself a degree. Because <laughs> uh, in a really kind of great moment. Between the two of them, earlier in the movie, he's like, I like to work on cars and stuff. And he's like, oh, is that what you want to do the rest of your life? He's like, yeah, I do. Is you got a problem with that? No, nah, <laughs> that's what you want to do. Yeah. Oh, but now it's his quit. son. Dude, I was down. I was like, yeah, this is great. Love yeah. that. And then the switch. Now you're my boy. You're going to school. Yeah, that was that was kind All of right. a dumb joke. There's also uh, another, another joke that doesn't land when they're in the back of this truck. And they're trying to get out. And... Mutt tosses him a knife. He gets it behind his back, cuts something, and they're like, "Oh shit!" Nothing else. They don't talk about it. Like there's yeah, a, a, a sound of a tear. Kicks that knife through his shoulder, and he's like, Argh. "And I thought the, I went. I went and looked. I was like, is this a callback to something else?'" No, 
No. I think it was a joke that was cut, and I guess they just forgot to cut that sound effect. I don't. I think someone farted, and they cut that out, and that's what they were all about. <laughs> that's the only thing I can think of, ma'am. Yeah. yeah. So they get into this chamber where it's it's all a bunch of crystal skeletons of this alien interdimensional being, whatever you want to call them. And there's one without a skull. So we attach the the skull because the 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 Spalco has made it because Mac was dropping tracers because I guess he's still working for the Russians. Who the fuck knows? Again, <laughs> what a waste of a character, dude! Like, yeah, just oh terrible. my gosh. So we attach the skull, and they tell the 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 gang that's all there. Um, we want to give you a gift, um, and it's translated through Oxley. Um, that gift is knowledge. Knowledge. And Spalco wants. I want to know. I want to know everything. I mean, like, hey, I... <sighs> whatever I say, this movie was a massive success. It profited like seven hundred, oh, six hundred yeah. million dollars in the box office. Because it was the first Indiana Jones movie in like twenty something years, and it went through so much like writing problem. Knowing how. Like, this got canceled. This got greenlit again. This got canceled. They have problems. Knowing all the problems, this movie should have been better. Yeah. But, like, you pretty much just lost Ark to this, kind of. You have another lost, I mean, another Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. And it's not as cool. It's just going to melt you into a little thing and a little saucer is going to pop yeah. off. And Because it, the idea is, like, all of the knowledge that these... Because they're actually they're not aliens; they're actually interdimensional beings, is what Oxley said, with no explanation. That's He's just George like, oh, it's interdimensional, man. interdimensional beings. As a matter of fact, ah oh, uh, man, I I sat there and went. I, I mean, I checked out. I went, all right, yeah, whatever. Because you say. I mean, Indiana Jones finding aliens makes sense. Like, yeah, that's that sounds awesome. Like yeah. you said at the very beginning, the Area Fifty One plot. Dude, roll with that, man. That'd have been rad. He, he finds a connection in the in the in the spacecraft in the craft in Roswell that is con- a connection to something else on Earth. He goes and investigates. Trouble ensues. There's your script. <laughs> no, no, we had to do no, this no. thing where We're- the and the the term is said the treasure was knowledge. I uh, you know, I'm gonna go tell you this movie is a. Uh, <laughs> It's, it, this isn't like a well-baked movie. This is someone drinking a lot of Metamucil, and they keep drinking it, and eventually this big log comes out, and that's this yeah, movie. It's George Lucas and Steven Spielberg that were drinking the Metamucil. I, but it hurt. I mean, like, it's... I, let me tell you, like, I, George Lucas, I love him. I will say He's, to this day, George Lucas is a guy that got lucky with... really. He got really lucky with oh, one yeah. thing once. Definitely. He... He got lucky, and he was smart enough as a businessman yes. to do specific he, things. Because Fox gave him the merchandising to Star Wars when it first came out because they didn't believe in it. Uh, like, they were like, yeah, you can have the merchandising stuff. He's like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll take that. Sure. <laughs> and but so he's... Spielberg. He's, he's, yeah. Man, Spielberg I, is yeah. better than this. That's what kills me the most is... I think I text you like the Spielbergness in this movie is wild, and it was a negative point, not a good one. Like, what? I I don't know. It just and sucked it, watching this. Again, after he's been through the jungle, after he's been through this flood and through all this dirt and dust and everything, his jacket is clean and he's perfectly dry at the end. <sighs> and then he goes and gets married, Preston. Yeah, and then come on, I got. I remember watching this movie in the theater when the, when it came out back in 08. Uh, me and my family, we took my dad for Father's Day. It came out around Father's Day. I, I think took my dad for Father's Day, man. And I remember when the wind blows the hat off the thing and it rolls up to mutt. I remember sitting in the theater saying, don't you fucking dare nope. pick that I hat. remember being, I, I didn't, I knew who Indiana Jones was. <laughs> then watched the movies and I went, this isn't the guy. This is I, not I, the guy. I know how movies go, and I'm like, don't you dare pick that hat up. <laughs> if all right, let me let me ask you the weird. Thank question. God he doesn't. <laughs> if this movie came out this year with the main actors that they can, 
where they are in life now, would this movie be better? I I think Maybe. Shia LaBeouf out of the like I'm a child star. I, he wouldn't do this movie. One, yeah. Harrison Ford, yeah, he's gonna do it. He loves Indiana Jones. I, I clearly it's with the fifth one, but I don't I'm know. Glad that, I'm glad they got a different director for the new Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, uh, Spielberg got smart on that because he was um, the original director and then he dropped out. Thank God. Is it is it James Mangold that's it doing is. it? Do you know? Okay, yeah, I'm yeah I'm down with that. I think it's gonna Direc- be good. Director of such films as uh, Logan, uh, Walk the Line, Ford versus Fury, Ferrari, Ford versus Ferrari, <laughs> Ford versus Yuma. Mad Max. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah, he did three ten to Yuma. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's a good one. He was gonna do a Boba Fett movie, but uh, that's. I've been trying to figure out who the original cat from that was supposed to be, but yeah. Preston, what do you think? I mean, I know loosely. Like, I give it a a six. I, I think I'm about there too. Because some I, of it, I was actually I was enjoying it more than I thought. Because this is like the fourth or fifth time I've seen this movie. I was go, I was enjoying it more than I thought I would in the beginning. Yeah, I and man i suck like i'm i'm a sucker for good scores and if it's john williams john williams is gonna hit like that's gonna hit every time it can be the worst movie i've ever watched john williams does it i'm nostalgically and that's my that's my favorite of his theme is the indiana jones theme that's a good one it is solid like i said my i i love indiana jones i think part of it is because my dad introduced me to indiana jones so i love these movies and I, I regret, <laughs> I really, really regret never watching them. I just never did. Yeah. I don't, you know, never popped up. But like I said, last year I watched them and it's like, yeah. man, I love, I love film so much. How have I never seen this? And there's so many, this, where this movie falls flat. The first three, two of them are super solid. The other one's pretty good. There are so many things that like create film history. Like everyone owes everything yeah. to these. Like you watch Guardians of the Galaxy, Star Lord's kind of Indiana Jones, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, you know, essentially that's all he is. So it's like, dude, you, we wouldn't have crap if it wasn't for that. So exactly. But you know, this movie, all you get is a bunch of memes and bad jokes. Pretty much. Let's hope that the one coming out, hopefully next year, is better. Yeah i I got hope. I'm. I, I, got I, I feel confident in the director. Yeah, and, and you've got a pretty daggum good supporting cast. I mean, th- well, this had a great supporting cast. If you had yep. better direction, yeah. Um, do you think Harrison Ford will do his own stunts? No, he's like almost eighty. Bro. He's done. Like, right? Yeah, like, Dude, I mean, he might do some. Like he punched Ryan Gosling in the face on uh, Blade <laughs> Runner twenty forty nine. So, I mean, like. I know that I'm dating us maybe, but like how weird is that to be like Harrison Ford's old? Well, I know people get old, whatever, but yeah, I, I guess like when, when I first remembered seeing him, he's kind of always old to me, but I mean, he was one of those guys that got started late in his career, which I mean, which yeah. in Hollywood means like he was 35. <laughs> yeah. Which, uh, you know, I, I'll leave you with a great thought. Okay. Where was Dan Aykroyd in this movie? As was a man, he in this that, movie, um, as a man that's obsessed with crystals in real life, he has oh. the vodka has brand the crystal vodka. head vodka. Where I, was Dan Aykroyd, man? I guess they didn't call him. Yeah, <laughs> what an idiot. Yeah, but <laughs> that's Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Dull. I'd say go watch any other Indiana Jones movie, which there's only three others. So I would, yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd say watch the adventures of young Indiana Jones. I think it's on Paramount plus or it is Amazon prime or I think it's, it's Paramount plus or you can rent it elsewhere, okay. but well, Jake, thanks for sitting through that movie with me. Um, Hey man, for, for two thirds of it, I was pumped with you. And the other third, I hated yeah. your life. I think I texted you. I love you. And it was sarcastic. It was, I hate you really, but it was like, 
I was confused because I was like, did he mean to send that to his wife or? No, I, I don't send my wife anything like that. <laughs> I just was watching this. And it's like, God, Preston, this, I, I feel like for the history of everything else, I'm always going to have to endure the sky cap in the world tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, yeah, for at least a third or half of this, I felt it. <laughs> so, um, if you have a suggestion for another movie, you can send that to secondtakemoviespod at gmail.com. You can get in touch with us on all the socials at Second Take Movies. Um, and I don't know what we're going to do next. Um, well, I'm going to tell you I one ha- movie I'm going to watch in real life is the new Nick Cage, but. Ooh, yes. I really want to see that. Yeah, um, I'm Nick Cage is a gem. Uh, So for Jake, I will say we'll see you next time.